Joe Smith Show podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. We are back on the webcam, so if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we still have not sorted out the DSLR. No big deal, though, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Uh, no difference. It'll be no difference at all. It'll sound the same. Uh, before we get started, thank you very, very much to everyone who... Uh, we had a ton of feedback from last week's episode. Last week's episode was... Um, you know, I was... Sometimes I get worried when I put out episodes like that, not because of the content, but because of just, you know, if I go on like a rant or something, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse or whatever. And, and a lot of the times I'll just kind of get on a roll and I won't even remember what I'm saying. And then I'm like, man, did I say something stupid and, and whatever. So, you know, some sometimes on, I like the more structured episodes where I really know what we're putting out. And those sometimes, hey man, you, you let it rip, you let it rip. And I got a lot of responses from people who listened to the show, and they were saying that you know they really enjoyed it and really thought that um, it was what they needed to hear. And you know, I mean, we're 25 episodes into this or whatever, and the fact that people are still listening or do listen obviously warms my heart. And nice messages like that are always nice and enjoyable. But um, really, the the fact that we are offering a space for thinkers. We're offering a space for critical thinkers. We're offering a space for people to not have to listen to either radical ideas that have that don't make any sense at all, or don't have to listen to ideas that are fueled by huge corporations and billions of dollars in advertiser money. Or you know, you, you, I mean, right now, mass media is probably the most least or the least trusted it's ever been, and. To be able to sit somewhere in the middle and give people a place to, to listen to other ideas, I, I mean that's like one of the biggest compliments that we can get. I care about that kind of stuff way more than I care about, um, you know, listenership numbers or audience numbers or anything like that, which are fine. But you know, hearing hearing the compliments that I've received from the last episode really do warm my heart. So I just wanted to say thank you very much. Obviously, if it wasn't for you, for everyone listening and watching, I wouldn't be able to do this. So. Um, thank you very much. Also, would not be able to do this if it wasn't for my incredible sponsors. MacHard, MacHard, Anderson & Associates, PLLC, our presenting sponsor. Again, we will obviously hear from them later in the show, per usual. Funny story, I hope uh, I hope the representatives from MacHard, MacHard, Anderson & Associates are listening. But I was uh, outside last weekend around some, some people, and they were talking about a uh, termite problem. And they were talking about termite issues, and another one of the people there who listened to the podcast uh, just kind of threw it out there. And they're like, "Oh, well, you know, if they do any damage, and you need, you know, if there's like an insurance denial or something, or if you need uh, some help, uh, James has a great place you you can call." And I thought, "Hey, exactly, 100%." So people are listening to the presenting sponsor, and uh, they are listening to their services. So I, I got a big smile out of that as well. So let's go ahead and get into the show. The show this week is. Like usual, filled with just unbelievable stuff that if I told you five years ago, if I told you the kind of stuff was happening, you'd say it's not true, right? Unbelievable. Uh, but but it's everyday life now. It's, it's weekly life uh, here in uh, 2020. So let's get started. This is probably going to end up being a rant as well, if I had to guess. But Deshaun Jackson for the Philadelphia Eagles said one of has said one of the probably dumbest things of all time. And uh, it, the we're going to talk about what Deshaun Jackson said, and we're also going to talk about the hypocritical response to what Deshaun Jackson said. And that probably will be the rant part. The response, let's, let's don't get your head, don't get ahead of yourself, James. You got it, you got it, you got a show to do. So let's start with Deshaun Jackson. So Deshaun Jackson said, he, he posted a quote on Instagram. Now, he thought the quote was from Adolf Hitler. It was not. Sidebar, guys, if you're posting a quote from Adolf Hitler on your Instagram, I don't care what it's advocating, don't do it. If Adolf Hitler is like, look, if you're making chocolate chip cookies, make sure you use this kind of flour because this kind of flour is the best version. Don't post it, even if he's right. Doesn't matter. You just go to Martha Stewart. She knows, and she didn't kill 6 million Jews. You don't ever need to post anything where Adolf Hitler is siding with what you're saying. And if Adolf Hitler is siding with what you're saying, maybe what you're saying is the worst thing ever. 
Why? Because Adolf Hitler said it. Right? It's super simple. It's the most simple thing in the world. It's like those diagrams where it's like, did you do this? And you say yes, you go over here. If you said no, you go over here. And then you keep going until you find your final answer. This diagram says, do you agree with Hitler? No. Good. Yes. What the f*** is wrong with you? That's, that's the whole diagram. And so Deshaun Jackson posts this quote, or reshares the quote on his Instagram story from what he, who he thought was Adolf Hitler. It was not Adolf Hitler. So Adolf Hitler's name is, uh, we don't want to drag Adolf Hitler's name through the mud. So let's clear that up. Hitler didn't actually say this. Now, killing 6 million Jews, ethnic cleansing, all that stuff, that's, that's still Hitler. This was the quote. We're gonna, boom, this is a quote from what was on Deshaun Jackson's Instagram story. Quote, the white Jews, look guys, here's another good way to know if you shouldn't share something. If you're going to share it, and the first words are the white Jews, do not share, do not share, do not share. We said it last week on the podcast. If you have an argument, and the beginning of your argument is, well, you know, I saw this on Tucker Carlson. Don't say the argument, all right? Not worth saying. that You've already ruined it. So if your statement is the white Jews, blank, not good. I continue, quote, the white Jews knows, I got to start over now. The white Jews knows that the Negroes are the real children of Israel, and to keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. Okay, we not a strong start. Continuing with the quote, they will extort America. There and all these days and theirs are again the white Jews. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they were. The white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating and lynching the children of Israel. So we can see the problem here, right? We can see where this is a bit of an issue. Now let's talk about the actual Deshaun Jackson posting this. What we always say on the podcast, and even before we had social unrest, even before stuff like this, just in general, I have always advocated that the real responsibility of you and anyone else is to educate themselves. Just educate yourselves on whatever. If you want to be a better civil servant, if you want to be involved in social justice, read up on it. Do some research. Just kind of get it, get in there, you know. Make yourself smarter. That should be every single person's individual responsibility is to educate themselves on whatever they want to be involved in. It sounds super simple, right? I'll go back to the chocolate chip cooking baking thing. If you want to talk about baking and, and be involved in baking and you want to start baking, a good way to do that is to start watching baking videos or read up about baking strategies. Start to do things. Start to Get involved so that when you talk about it or do anything with it, you can sound educated and you won't make a fool of yourself by quoting Hitler. Deshaun Jackson has made a simple mistake that I think a lot of people make, especially make on social media in, t in today's day and age. They hear something, they don't educate themselves on it, and they want to get involved, and they have a huge platform, and they post something, and it's obviously picked up by millions of people. Do you have an aunt? that maybe isn't incredibly well-educated and who shares stories that say things like uh, Hillary Clinton proven to be lizard alien, uh, bought new home, has rocket ship to the moon. And then you look at the website where it's from, it's like myfox23channelbreakingnews.com and you're like, you know it's fake, right? She doesn't know it's fake. And she reshared it. Which means she thinks it's so true, she wants everyone else to know about it. Now, that's not that big of a deal because it's your aunt and no one's going to read that. But Deshaun Jackson is not your aunt. I don't think so, at least. And if it is, that's fine. But Deshaun Jackson has a huge platform. So when he reshares stuff that's completely un just so screwed up, it obviously becomes a big deal. So Deshaun Jackson probably wanted to get involved with the social justice situation. He wanted to get involved with the conversation that's happening right now in America which I don't blame him for. 
And he probably saw this long paragraph and said, whew, man, I'm not really going to read any of this stuff. But I see stuff like, uh, you know, let's see. He probably saw stuff like, if uh, we'll be terrified to know all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating, good. Uh, lynching, okay, I, 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 Deshaun Jackson's feeling it. He's starting to understand things. Um, America's secret, blackmail America. Okay, bam, extort America. I'm in. Right, he probably thought, look, those are buzzwords that I hear all the time. I really enjoy kind of that whole idea. I feel you. We are being mistreated. There are there is discrimination. There's uh, lynching. Sure, I'm resharing this. I'm not even. I'm. Not, he might even be driving. I don't know. And he just reshares it. Now, there's a little bit of context to this particular quote. You know, things like white Jews, uh, America's secret, Jews blackmailing America, stuff like that. World domination. I digress. We understand that this quote is incredibly, incredibly anti-Semitic, incredibly racist, ignorant, any bad word that you can think of to describe a thought, this is it, okay? I don't have to sit here and say why this is wrong. Now, Deshaun Jackson apologized. He came back and said, you know, like, look, I don't hate anybody. I'm not anti-Semitic. My bad. I mis, you know, misinterpreted it. I just reshared it. Whatever. He basically admitted to the classic, like, I'm out of my depth here. I'm out of my depth here. I screwed up. My B. Instagram, not the place for this. So we're not going to, right now, we're not going to skewer Deshaun Jackson too much. I honestly do not believe that he meant to say this. I honestly do not believe he knows what a lot of this even means. I mean, I don't think that he could tell you about the any of this stuff. I mean, I don't think... Like, Children of Israel, I'm not sure if he knows what that... He, he might think that's like a, a new band or something. And I might be giving Deshaun Jackson too much credit. Because if he actually does believe this whole paragraph, then there's a, there's a huge problem. And that sounds like I'm giving him a way out, but I'm not giving him a way out because I'm going to circle back around once we start talking about the reaction. And I promise you, I'm going to come down hard on this whole thing, something that no one else is doing. So, should Deshaun Jackson apologize for this? 100%. Should he be reprimanded for this? 100%. Should he be, you know, all the things? Yes, yes, yes. Checkbox, yes. Yes, this is awful. This should not be said. Now let's take a look at some reaction. First, we're going to go from, to Stephen Jackson. So Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson is was very vocal with the Drew Brees situation, with the George Floyd situation. We played Stephen Jackson's very clip on this show when we talked about George Floyd. Stephen Jackson, another person who has wanted to get very involved in social justice and civil unrest, and he wants to seemingly make the world a more equal place. Now, he comes out in defense of Deshaun Jackson. Note to listener, if you are defending someone, use the diagram previously mentioned where if they are siding with Hitler, do not defend them. So Deshaun Jack, or Stephen Jackson, defends Deshaun Jackson. I'm, start, I'm starting to get these mixed up. Stephen Jackson defends Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson plus Hitler over here. And then Steven Jackson is another guy. Steven Jackson defending uh, Hitler and company. He comes out and says that, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson speaking the truth and he shouldn't have had to apologize. Here's his actual quote. I didn't support the post as far as Hitler and him supporting Hitler. I didn't know support Hitler. I didn't know nothing about Hitler. And I could give a fook about Hitler. All I know is he was a cruel guy, which is kind of a funny statement because it's like, how is that all, how is that possibly all you know about Hitler? You know, it's like, I just couldn't imagine being like, you know, I want to be vocal with civil unrest. I want to be vocal with what's happening in America. I want to be vocal with racism. Okay. Um, what do you know about Hitler? I don't know anything about Hitler. I heard he was not a great guy though. Again, you might want to educate yourself before. Anyways, I'll, I'll keep going. My whole reason for supporting D-Jack was, before I got on Instagram, he called me on the phone and told me that they was threatening to fire him. 
but they didn't do that to Riley Cooper. Backstory: Riley Cooper is a, was a receiver for the Eagles who said who had was seen in a video saying the N word out in public. The Eagles did reprimand Cooper and ended up uh, finding him, and he was let go of the team like two years later. And I was like, "You're right. You shouldn't have to apologize if they didn't make him apologize." Again, no, wrong, wrong, wrong. Not the thing to say. Yes, he should definitely apologize. Why did you have to say this? And then they now deleted post. Stephen Jackson mentioned that he uh, that Deshaun Jackson was just speaking the truth. So this is where we're going to start getting into the real rant here. We're already like 15 minutes into this, so sorry if this takes a while. But this is where we get into the real issue. Let me here, here's another here's another Stephen Jackson quote. So I just read a statement that the Philadelphia Eagles posted regarding Deshaun Jackson's comments. He was trying to educate himself, educate people, and he's speaking the truth, right? He's speaking the truth. You know he don't hate nobody, but he's speaking the truth. The fact that he know and try to educate others, but y'all don't want us to educate ourselves. Who that's bad. That's real bad. That's all that is wrong. All that is bad. First bad. He was trying to educate himself, educate people, and he's speaking the truth. Right? Wrong. Absolutely wrong. He is not trying to educate himself. That's the whole problem. Educating people, good God, I hope he's not educating anybody else. Because if he's educating anybody else about the secret uh, children of Israel and the secret army of Jews, trying to, white Jews, trying to find world domination, not who needs to be educating people. Next part, that's wrong. He's speaking the truth. Wrong. You... Uh, you know he don't hate nobody. Wrong. That quote literally hates white Jews. Completely anti-Semitic. Wrong. Uh, but he's speaking the truth. We already said that's wrong. The fact that he know and try to educate others. The fact we've already talked about that. Wrong. But y'all don't want us to educate ourselves. Okay. So that's all screwed up. So then, now the mass media comes in. Stephen A. Smith. And Max Kellerman, on first take, decided to address this. Let's hear what Stephen A. Smith, let's hear and react to what Stephen A. Smith had to say about this situation. Stephen Jackson's a good brother, but I've disagreed with him a couple of times over the last few weeks, and I disagree with him today. Good, good. So Stephen A. Smith disagrees with Stephen A. Jackson. That Stephen A. Jackson. These, why are all their names so similar? Good. Stephen A. Smith disagrees with Stephen Jackson. Good start, Stephen. Continue. What truth are you talking about? Care to elaborate? Uh, because the Jewish community is saying that what Deshaun Jackson said is not true. This is a really interesting statement. I, like This is where you know you're sunk already when the first couple lines of what you're saying make absolutely no sense at all. I like how he's like, what truth are you talking about? Uh, the Jewish community said this isn't true. And could you imagine the Jewish community like having a representative and they're sitting there and it's like, uh, here are the charges against you. Charge one, trying to have wor secret world domination as a group of white Jews holding down the black people who are the secret children of Israel. How do you plead a white Jewish champion? And the white Jewish guy's like, well, that's not true. And the CBA Smith's like, look, man, they're, look. They're saying that ain't even true. But number two, and more importantly, and this is where this gets deep for me, Max, I think that Stephen Jackson, his passion and his heart is in the right place, but he's veering away from what the ultimate goal is. This kind of touches on what we were talking about. Now, I don't know if I would have used ultimate goal anytime you're talking about Hitler and the ultimate solution. I digress. But this is kind of what I was talking about. Stephen A. Smith saying, like, look, man, his heart is in the right place, but his mind is not there. He's His passion... He, sorry about the headphones, by the way. That's how I'm listening to the Stephen A. Smith thing and reacting to it here. I'm not uh, making a hip-hop album. So I'm not I'm not the newest member of New Kids on the Block. I just am listening like this, and then I take it off and react. And if you're listening on audio, I, I, well, I look like Donnie Wahlberg. So I think what Stephen A. Smith here is saying is like, that's kind of what we're saying, right? That... Yeah, his, you know, he's passionate, sure, but he's a little misguided, which, you know, I, okay, I can, I can buy that. George Floyd had this white cop keep his knee 
on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. For the last two plus minutes, there was no response from George Floyd. This is some. This is a sidebar, but how he says George Floyd had this white cop. I don't like the qualifier there because, you know, you get to the point to where at that point it's like that that doesn't really matter because if it was a black cop who did this to George Floyd, it'd be just as bad. And we've talked about on the show, I don't think the cop is a African-American hunting bounty hunter. He is a bad cop. He is an awful cop who should be arrested for murder. I don't think he was fueled by racial... I, I think that's almost giving the cop, or almost giving bad cops kind of a cop out. Not No pun intended. But I don't like that even starting just to say, oh, well, this white cop did this. Because that part doesn't matter whatsoever. And, you know, it's it's about way more than, than that. It's about more than or I, I, at least I believe, the movement is much more about just blanket equality versus uh, white racist cops murdering African Americans. It should be about like a whole systemic problem in the in the you know the, the nation. It should be more about a problem of who are cops? Are cops trained? Are they mentally able to do the job? Why are there so many shootings? What what, what happens? Uh, it, it shouldn't just be about um, racial murderers, I guess. As a result, we see what has happened in our society today. So we've gone from George Floyd getting choked to death, essentially, to statues being torn down to tweets. But all along the way, when we talk about these things and the symbolic gestures that have come along with it, our ultimate goal of really creating change to address racial oppression, racial inequality, police brutality, and those things, it's fallen by the wayside. Something else we've echoed a lot here on the podcast is that, you know, just like we said, the social injustice, the racial inequality, all that stuff, that's what's important. What's not important is tearing down statues. What's not important is, you know, these, these tweets or black boxes on Instagram. And the message is getting muddied, for sure. And this kind of stuff, just like the Bubba Wallace situation we talked about last week, that muddies this situation, is that you start to focus on tearing down a statue of Columbus when you should be focusing on police reform. You focus on Bubba Wallace's noose. Is it a noose? Is it not a noose? Is he lying? Is he telling the truth? When you should be focusing on, you know, Bubba Wallace as an African American driver in a very predominantly white sport. How is he changing that sports narrative? Right. So I'm okay with what he's saying here. Now let's see how he finishes. Because these kind of things allow folks, particularly white folks. To have something that distracts us from what's really going on. Whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa. Whoa. This is way, 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 way off. We have, like, veered incredibly far away from where we need to be. This is on ESPN, okay? This is so bad and i'm gonna let him finish because maybe he's going to save himself because that was real bad and then i'll take the headphones off and we'll really get into this please save yourself steven because i got news for you even though you might have a lighter hue a lighter pigmentation the jewish community not the white community the jewish community is the one that had to endure the holocaust when we talk about six million jews that were murdered by that devil adolf hitler that wasn't white people that was murdered those were jewish folk wow again holy shit can you imagine like he, he this is the beginning of his argument is that there's a distinction between white people in just the, just the just the sentence of white people weren't murdered in the Holocaust, Jewish people were murdered in the Holocaust. It's like is it I feel like he's trying to trick me, like a riddle or something. I mean this this is you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let him go. We'll let him go. We'll let him go. So, from a categorical perspective, it's two different. It's two different groups, okay? 
When we're talking about racial oppression, racial inequality, and beyond, we're talking about what's happening in this nation. In this nation. Now, we might sit up there and look at the Jewish community, and Max, you have educated me about that because the perception was Jewish folks stick together, and obviously they're incredibly empowered and stuff like that. And you, as I'm sure you will do again, had to educate me about things that go on in the U.S. community and how folks feel about those things. And I stand back because I'm not Jewish. You are. But I can tell you this. When we sit up there, a lot of people in the black community respect the Jewish community because the perception of y'all being together and coming together and galvanizing to address certain issues is what we believe as a community we should do a better job of. But who is that against? It's against white folks. Guys, I, I, I don't know how else to stress this, but can you imagine ESPN, a huge media company, signing off on the statements of that we are against white folk. We are against white folk. Anyone saying that, if it's we are against black folk, we are against Jewish folk, we are against Asian folk, all of that is wrong. All of that is wrong. This is where I'm really disappointed. And I'll give Stephen A. Smith this and Stephen Jackson this. They definitely did a good job in making Deshaun Jackson look better. Deshaun Jackson, in my opinion, his crime is being ignorant and just not knowing what the hell he was, what he was sharing. Stephen Jackson and Stephen A. Smith, they had time to think about what they were saying. And they had time to formulate a response. And they had time to deal with this. And they had time to come up with something. And what they came up with was some kind of weird apology. Not even apology, but some kind of weird excuse for why his message was right. But it's taking us away from the important message, which is still to just attack the white folk. I think this is like where this all ends really. I personally think Stephen A. Smith should be fired for this. I think he should be, and if you hear a background noise, guys, there's a lawnmower, the person next to the studio is cutting their grass, and I think they may be trimming the side of the wall here, because it sounds like they're coming into the room. But this is where I think it all ends. This is where I think people have completely missed the message, and this is where the message probably goes. What people do not want to hear or what they shouldn't hear, is the idea that we're in a white versus black, or Jewish and black versus white, or anything like that. That's, that's not what we should be striving for. If what you want is the elimination of white people, you're racist. If what you want is the elimination of African Americans, you're racist. If what you want is the elimination of secret white Jews, you are racist. This is racist. This is awful. This is a problem. It's kind of too easy to generalize it like this, but if you just replace white folk during Stephen A. Smith's tirade and make it anything else, gay folk, Chinese folk, anything, red hair, whatever, you pick. Uh, Sagittarius folk, doesn't matter. It's crazy. You start hearing him say things like, this is this is distracting us from the ultimate goal, which is against the gay folk. You hear something like that, and you're like, "Whoa, man, that is way that is crazy homophobic." Like that that is not just homophobic, but that is like radical homophobic. It can be one thing to like disagree with a group, whether it's white or black or, or you know, uh, hom- hom- uh, you know, the gay community or whatever. You may not agree, but that doesn't mean you're outright against them and denouncing them and and talking about the destruction of them and the takedown of them. The point he's at, in my opinion, is radical. I mean, if I heard someone say stuff like this about any race, I would feel like, whoa, this guy's way off. This guy's way, way, way past where he needs to be. And that's where you get whenever you get to these points where everything is white or black. And where you have to choose a side, basically. Where, where we, tr- we try not do that, right? We try here 
to, to push away from this. I'm kind of shocked that there's not more backlash for this, for what Stephen A. Smith said, what ESPN is putting out there. The fact that Stephen A. Smith had a long time to think about this and write about this and edit this, and this is what he came up with. I know it's a live show or whatever, but he prepared for the show, and he he did more preparation for the show than I did for this show, I can tell you that much. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we need to be against the African-American folk. I'm not going to say that. I, I'm, I'm prepared enough right now not to say we need to be against the Jewish folk. I, you know, like, this is where now... I don't even think people know what they're saying. I think people are blindly trying to support a cause so much that it's turning into hate for another group. Another thing that I thought that was disgusting of what Stephen A. Smith said was when he said that the anti-Semitism is distracting from the ultimate goal. How unbelievably selfish and short-sighted and blinded can you be to where you're saying that the obvious racism of a different group isn't up to the level of your group and that their oppression and their you know them dealing with their racial issue which here is anti-semitism that this incredibly anti-semitic thing is a distraction from what you're trying to get done that right there is all you really need to know about what he thinks and what this entire little section or this video or whatever is trying to convey is that what he should have said was and what I say is hatred on any level whether it's anti-semitic or against African Americans or against Asians or against gays or against trans or whatever is not and should not be tolerated and it's not there is not a a pecking order it's not okay well as long as you're not racist against African Americans, we can figure it out. But do not be racist against African Americans. Oh, don't worry, I'm just anti-Semitic. Okay, well that goes down here a little bit, and that's kind of like a you know like don't like we'll we'll solve the anti-Semitism, but don't don't let that get involved with the stuff at the higher tiers because we got to solve that first, and then we'll come down here to the anti-Semitism, and then oh at the very okay you're you got you're dealing with the homophobic situation okay. That's tiered down here, so that's below. So once we deal with the, the anti-Semitism, we'll get down to, to this and we'll figure this out. But first, we've got to figure out the stuff at the top here. So just like Deshaun Jackson, we're going to push this anti-Semitism idea first, and then we'll deal with the rest. Like, it's all the same. It's all a blanket. Hatred is hatred. Inequality is inequality. The basis of hating a group or stereotyping a group are dealing with a group or a person because of their creed, their color, whatever, is wrong. And it's disgusting to me. And I said this with the George Floyd stuff. And now I'm having to speak for everybody. It's disgusting. There's no room for it. If we are in 2020, and if you are still pushing narratives like this, like Stephen A. Smith's pushing, he should be removed from the airwaves. ESPN should retract everything he said, and they should put out a statement saying Stephen A. Smith is not on the air anymore. Stephen A. Smith said the following things: We do not want to do anything like what Stephen A. Smith is saying. We no, sorry, we're, we we offended the, the Jewish community. We def, we offended the the uh, white community. We are sorry. We're we screwed up. And then you look at like the Drew Brees situation. Drew Brees was dragged by Steven Jackson, dragged by Stephen A. Smith, dragged by Shannon Sharp, by everybody, about what he said. And what did he say? That he wasn't going to kneel for the flag because he respected the flag and he respected the military? Do y'all remember when we were cursing out, not we, but when people were cursing out Drew Brees and people were screaming that Drew Brees should retire from the NFL and Steven Jackson... And Stephen A. Smith have the gall to say that, oh, well, I mean, the Eagles shouldn't have to try and cut, I mean, come on, the Eagles shouldn't cut Deshaun Jackson for saying that uh, white Jews are secretly trying to keep uh, the true children of Israel down. Are you kidding me? Are you, you, uh, look, guys, I think it's a little crazy to think that Deshaun Jackson, who thought he was sharing an Adolf Hitler quote, look, listen, the, the Confederacy was bad, okay? 
We need all Confederate statues torn down. We need all Confederate... We need everything mentioning the Confederacy. Dixie Chicks, change your name. Dixie Beer, change your name. I don't want to hear Robert E. I don't want to hear nothing about the Confederacy. If I want, if I hear, look, Annabellum, Lady Annabellum, change your name. I don't want any anything south of the Mason Dixon. Get it out of my face. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is quote literally thinking he's quoting Adolf Hitler. Don't distract me from what I'm doing here. Don't distract me with that right now. Okay, I'm I'm in the I'm in the zone. I'm right now canceling Drew Brees. Uh, get that shit out of my face. We're trying to get Drew Brees out of New Orleans and out of the NFL. Didn't Drew Brees just donate $5 million to the city of New Orleans for the COVID? Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your stupid, shut, shut your stupid mouth. Drew Brees is a racist pig. Uh, what did Drew Brees say? I'm glad you asked. Drew Brees said that he is not kneeling for the flag because he respects the military. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson's quoting Hitler. Like, do you see where this is all screwed up? Do you see where this has become a problem? Do you see where Stephen A. Smith sounds like a racist? Do you see where Stephen A. Jackson sounds like a racist? Do you see where Deshaun Jackson sounds like a racist? And did any of them apologize? Besides, I guess Deshaun Jackson did. Did any of them come out with the same vitriol, came, come out with the same calling for their heads as with Drew Brees? And what Stephen A. Smith said is way worse than what Drew Brees said. I am so sick to death of this. And it's so embarrassing. And honestly, there are a lot of people out there who are really fighting for something. And are really fighting for change. And really want to see change. And the fact that Stephen A. Smith, Stephen Jackson, and whoever else have these huge platforms, and they're spewing this hatred, and they're spewing this garbage, they are ruining the actual message. The actual message of inequality is completely screwed now. Because you got these guys who have no clue what they're talking about, talking about how the most anti-Semitic quote I think I've ever seen is a distraction for their ultimate goal, which is against the white folk. This is so... I, if I'm Stephen A. Smith, I'm I'm resigning. I'm so embarrassed. I'm resigning. It's obvious at this point that he shouldn't be on. I mean, unless he's on some super insane radical network, he should be gone. And ESPN is a company that thinks that this is what people want to hear and, and that this is what they want to project. It makes me sick to my stomach. I don't watch the show. The clip came across my news when I was doing prep for this show, and I was hoping that his response would be. Anything that made sense, and it wasn't. And everyone's so scared to death to say anything that makes sense nowadays because of advertising and because of whatever. I'm not scared to say anything on this program. And I'll sit here and tell you right now that everything that in that quote that Deshaun Jackson said, everything Stephen Jackson said, everything Stephen A. Smith said is racist, is a problem. And is part of what we are trying to get rid of. And what we are trying to get rid of here is not the white folk. And it's not the white Jews. And it's not whoever is dominating the world from the secret children of Israel. That's not what we're trying to get rid of. I'm not trying to get rid of a group of people. I'm trying to get rid of a stereotype, a, a wrong ideal, a think, uh, you know, a, a, a way of thinking that is so backwards. The color of someone's skin where someone's from, their social status, their class, how much money they have in their bank account, whatever religion they are, whatever sex they are, whatever gender they are, shouldn't matter in any facet. Any facet at all. That's what I'm saying. If you're a white person, I don't care what Stephen A. Smith says. I don't think that you should be dealt with. I don't think that you are the problem. If you're an African American... I don't think you are the problem. Everyone should be treated equally. Everyone's the same. Everyone's a human being. It, it, it's sickening. And we've gone on this now for 40 minutes. So I have to move on. Now, nothing makes me more relaxed and gets me back on track 
Like talking about our sponsor, MacCard, MacCard, Anderson and Associates, PLLC. Ladies and gentlemen, the number is 601-450-1715, based in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Or you can find them online at MacCardLaw.com. That's M-C-H-A-R-D-L-A-W.com. The, the best thing you can find on the internet without having to use your parents' credit card. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. These ladies and gentlemen there... They focus on personal injury, wrongful death, bad faith insurance disputes. You do not want to deal with this kind of stuff. You do not want to deal with litigating on your own. You don't want to deal with negotiating on your own. You want the professionals. But, James, they say, why should I call MacHard, MacHard Law? Why should I get involved here? Why, why, why should I get involved with MacHard, MacHard, Anderson & Associates? Why should I do that? Why should I call the number when I can just call that billboard right there? They said I can deal with this in 15 minutes. Well, look, something as serious as your family's future or your future or your well-being, your home, something that serious should not be dealt with in 15 minutes or less. Something that serious shouldn't take one call, bottom line. Something that serious shouldn't take you going online, one click, that's it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The billboard lawyers, the people who pay to have their face on a billboard, those people right there are scuzzo, scummy. They don't want any good for you. All they want is to line their dollars. But what, 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 what makes MacCard, MacCard, Anderson & Associates any different? So many things. I'll give, you, I'll give you a little example. Your intake, you calling them, you talking to them, you, giving you, their, you, know, you telling them what the problem is, free. Can you believe it? They, honest to God, and I would not have them as a presenting sponsor on this show if I didn't believe this. I know the people who work here. I can tell you this full faith. They, honest to God, care about you. And they, honest to God, care about your situation. They want to get you where you need to be. Let them plot the course. Let them do the dirty work. Let them get in there, negotiate, litigate, whatever. 18-wheeler, termite, car accident, insurance denials, whatever the problem is. Employment, discrimination, whatever. Give these people a call. I promise you they will handle the scandal. 601-450-1715. MacHardLaw.com. M-C-H-A-R-D-L-A-W.com. And let them know that James Cromatis sent you. I'm not going to give you 25% off. I'm not going to give you buy one, get one free. I'm not one of these scuzzo, billboard, clay-face-looking nobodies who just want to give you some bad coupon. But what I can tell you is, if you make that phone call, if you go to that website and you let them know you heard about it on this podcast, they will take care of you. They will send you to the front of the line. They will champagne bucket, red velvet rope type treatment. They will VIP you and you will get the results you want. The only firm in Mississippi are giving or getting seven-figure settlements. Unbelievable stuff. Thank you for our presenting sponsors. Next story. Man, I'm fired up after that first story. 45 minutes in, so I'm going to have to fly a little bit here. Hey, Patrick Mahomes signed a new deal in sports. A new deal. A sport talk. Sport talk with no sports. Featuring James Cremetta. So no, we don't have football. No, we don't have sports anytime soon. But the Chiefs locked up Patrick Mahomes for a 10-year deal worth. Let's see, it can't be that much, right? $503 million. The first half-billion-dollar player in sports history. Now, I had a few people ask me about this. I had a few people stop in and say, James, you are the smartest guy I know. No one knows the NFL like you. These people, I mean, look, I used to listen to Stephen A. Smith. All he wants is ethnic cleansing. You know, I, you know he's, he's in a whole, he's kind of, I used to go to Deshaun Jackson, but he's kind of in, in bed with Hitler. I'm coming to you now. Is this bad for the Chiefs? I've said on the show, the only way you win in the NFL, way one, if you have an elite Hall of Fame level MVP type quarterback, or who's playing like one, or you have a good quarterback on a rookie deal, that's it. You, there is nothing else. It, it sounds you know cut and dry, but that is the truth. You do not win if you have Jared Goff on a $100 million deal. He's not good enough. He's not the elite Hall of Fame MVP level quarterback. So scratch him off. I mean, seriously, it, you can do that. 
go to the NFL and you look at the deals of the quarterbacks and scratch them off. Bottom line. And then you have teams like the Seahawks. The Seahawks have Russell Wilson. In my opinion, he's a Hall of Fame MVP level elite quarterback. They can pay him now. Have they won since they paid him? No. But they're in contention. They could win. Then, like I said, you look at someone like uh, like when Brock Osweiler. When Brock Osweiler got his huge deal, scratch him off. We know he's not an MVP-level quarterback. We know he's not a Hall of Fame-level quarterback, but he got the big deal. See, Jacksonville, when they signed Nick Foles to the, to the huge $70, $80 million deal, we know he isn't that player. See ya. Well, but he won in Philly. Was he making $80 million in Philly? No, he wasn't. There you go. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco signs whatever $80 million, $100 million deal after winning the Super Bowl. Ravens, tank. Bottom line. So will this doom the Chiefs? I feel like no. Because even though it's early, Patrick Mahomes is an MVP-level quarterback, obviously. And he probably is a Hall of Fame-level quarterback. We said way back when, I believe from a hotel in Dallas... On this podcast, we said Patrick Mahomes may be the greatest quarterback to ever live already. Now, some people would say that's me, you know, just predicting the future, me just seeing things super clear, and then the rest of the nation catches up eight months later. I'm not going to harp on that. But I think Patrick Mahomes is worth this deal because it also guarantees the Chiefs are relevant. What really, if you're an owner, more can you ask for? The best player in the league, or the best player in the most important league, who plays the most important position in sports. Lock him up. Even if you don't win the Super Bowl, you're getting primetime game after primetime game after primetime game. You're selling tons of merch. You're you're the face of the NFL as the face of your franchise. Season tickets through the roof. It's worth it. Bottom line. The Saints, Drew Brees. People get mad all the time about the Saints signing Drew Brees to big deals. Or paying him thirty million dollars a year, but I don't think they're—I don't think that they're weighing the idea of relevancy. You know, Drew Brees may not be the same Drew Brees that he was five years ago, but he gives you a chance to win 10, 12 games a year. He gives you a chance to be in the Super Bowl because he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. In my opinion, the second best quarterback to ever live, until Patrick Mahomes finishes his career, and then Drew Brees will probably be number three. I'll let you fill in who the other two are. Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Brees, players like that, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, they give you the ability to exist, and they give you some cushion for your fans. Fans don't want recycled players all the time, just like Drew Brees. Fans say that they don't want to pay him $30 million. I'll tell you what you really don't want, to be 8-8 with Jameis Winston as your quarterback. You don't want that. You don't want to sink into irrelevance. Patrick Mahomes deals a lot but in the, in the grand scheme of things with the NFL, well worth it. Is it well worth it to pay a baseball player $500 million? No. Why? Because no one cares about baseball. That's that simple. The NFL, or if Patrick Mahomes was a running back, should you pay him $500 million? No. Why? Because running backs aren't that important of a position, and running backs get rotated all the time. He's playing quarterback. You got to do it. So, no, I don't think that the deal kills the Chiefs. It absolutely makes it harder. It absolutely makes it harder to win now. They have to get kind of lucky. They have to be a lot better with their draft picks and their free agent. They have to they have to find value. But you know, even though they'll have to let some players go and they'll have to break up a little bit of the best team in the NFL to support Patrick Mahomes' contract, you have to do it. The other alternative of him walking doesn't exist. The other alternative of him doing something else. The other alternative of him playing somewhere and you rotating Chase Daniels or whoever, that's not good. So even though, yeah, you're paying him $2 every second for the next 10 years, on Sundays or Monday nights or the playoffs, I think you're willing to pay him $2 and a second during the game. And to keep your team you know, all year long important, yeah, I think it works. And I don't blame the Chiefs at all. Very few players I would pay. Very few quarterbacks I would pay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is absolutely one of them. 100%. Proven. Got to the Super Bowl. Young. Getting better. Yeah, there's an injury risk, but knowing the NFL contracts, you can always get out of stuff. So, it is what it is. We're moving kind of fast here. 
because of the 40 minutes we spent on Stephen A. Smith. But this story, God, man. Here, here's a headline for you. Halle Berry apologizes and steps away from transgender role after backlash. Following a social media outcry, remember when I said that if you're starting off with, oh, I heard this on Tucker Carlson, you should probably, you know, you probably not. Or, you know, uh, hey, Adolf Hitler said this. If you start off something with following a social media outcry, you know that it's super, super dumb. Halle Berry has apologized and vacated a transgender role in an upcoming film. She was considering playing a transgender character in a film and is getting just destroyed because she's not transgender. So a transgender actress should should be playing the role. Now, you wouldn't believe this, but this is super, super stupid. This is incredibly dumb. Halle Berry's an actress. Alright? Halle Berry is playing a role. I don't know how else I can do this. How much more simple I can make this. But do you not want people to be actors and actresses? Like, do you do you not want that to happen? I, I, I don't understand where this is coming from. And it, it should be so easy to just to, to not be a thing. But we're living in 2020. An actor or actress should not be literally connect, or shouldn't have to be literally connected to who they're playing. It doesn't matter at all. I mean, this blows my mind. Now I understand the idea of if you're making a movie in Iraq and you have no Iraqis in the movie, how it's like, well, this is kind of hard to believe. Like, this is, these are just, these aren't, you know, people from Iraq. I understand that. I understand the idea of, hey, look, man, if you're making a movie about uh, two Norwegian, you know, two Norwegian people, it live, you know, living their life, you know, and you're, you're really focused on the culture, you're really focused on what life is like there. Maybe you don't have like a Chinese guy playing the main character. I get that, you know, but I don't get the point of, ah, oh, man, well. Sorry, Jamie Foxx, you can't play Ray Charles because you're not blind. So we got to find a blind actor to play Ray Charles. Like, well, wait a minute, what, what the hell? That's the whole point of acting. The whole point of acting is to is to put yourself into someone else's shoes, to put yourself in that person. You know, I mean, some of the best roles ever wouldn't have happened if we abided by these rules. And then some, I mean, like, y'all aren't going to believe this, but did you know that the person who played Caesar in the Planet of the Apes isn't actually a monkey. He's a dude. He's just a random guy. Now, how the hell did we do this? How the hell did some guy play the role of a chimpanzee? Where are the chimpanzee actors? Why don't we have? Why don't we have a? Let me let me check something. Okay, hold on. Oh, we're good. I just checked. Shamu was played by an actual orca in Free Willy. We're good. We're good. Okay. We, we, don't, we dodged a bullet. We dodged a bullet. Now, this is so stupid. And I know no one on this podcast believes in this kind of stuff because I know y'all are all smart. So, I'm not going to beat a dead horse here. Wait, let me check. Wait, let me check. Let me check. All right, don't worry, guys. I just found out Secretariat in the movie Secretariat was, in fact, played by a horse. We're good. We're good on that front. L- let me make it simple. You shouldn't have to be what you're playing as an actor or actress. It just doesn't make any sense. At that point, you're not even watching a movie. At that point, it's not even acting. It's not even acting. I don't understand. I mean, who's thinking of these things? I'll tell you who. The same damn crowd who's telling me that I can't support homosexuals unless I have sex with one of them. That I can't support transgender unless I have sex with a transgender person. That's who's doing this. The social media outcry. The idiot echo chamber on Twitter are people doing this. People saying, oh, well, this is crazy. You know, like, Jared Leto isn't actually transgender. Why the hell is he in Dallas Buyers Club? We can go find some transgender hooker easily and let them play the role. Don't let Jared Leto do it. Why? What does it matter? 
Jared Leto had an incredible performance in Dallas Buyers Club. One of the hottest women I've ever seen in my entire life. I've said before, Jared Leto in Dallas Buyers Club, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. And I'm not even ashamed to say that. I shouldn't be ashamed to say that. It's 2020. But it is crazy. You know, the Green Mile. It's not like you have to have a death row inmate play that role. Like, doesn't this sound stupid? Jaws. You don't have to go find four shark hunters to play the role of the shark hunters. Armageddon. We don't need to find just astronauts. It's an it's a movie. It's a movie. We don't need actual astronauts. We need Bruce Willis. Obviously. What else do I have to say here? It's just one of those things you see. And then again, the fact that Halle Berry had to apologize for considering it. She had to apologize for considering the role. Now, I don't know if you know this, but R.J. Mitty in Breaking Bad, the guy who plays Walt White's son, he plays a, someone who has cerebral palsy. He has cerebral palsy. So there are situations where it's okay. Like There are situations where it makes sense. Like, hey, we have this great actor who also has cerebral palsy. And he, he, you're looking for a cerebral palsy uh, a per- character. So this works. Th- that's fine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever do it. I'm not saying that, hey, you know, don't ever let a transgender play a transgender. But I'm saying that you shouldn't, you shouldn't not. Like, you shouldn't say only transgenders can play transgenders. Only this can play this. Only this can play this. Only Navy SEALs can play Navy SEALs in movies. Sorry, Bradley Cooper, GTFO. It's just crazy. And it shows the time we live in and how insane it really is. But, and uh, now, I went like 40 minutes on the Stephen A. Smith debacle and then I ripped through like four stories in 20 minutes. But I'm going to go ahead and end the show there. I'm going to go ahead and end the show. Good show, I think, again. We are really in a crazy world, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, bottom line, we're in an absolutely insane world. Um, And I I stressed this last time, but I'm going to stress it again. Do do whatever you got to do to be happy. Do whatever you got to do to live your life. Do whatever you got to do to make yourself, you know, smile. When you're going to sleep at night, don't have any damn regrets. Don't live your life tied to a desk. Don't live your life tied to a nine to five. Don't live your life on a, on a factory belt. We this this whole thing, this pandemic, all this crazy shit happening in the world. You know, Trent Halle Berry apologizing for considering a role as a transgender person, Godzilla's kid coming out as trans, uh, Stephen A. Smith openly saying on ESPN that we need to take care of the white folk. This has got to prove to you that the only thing that matters is you, your life, however the hell you get through your day is what matters. And, you know, today I woke up, drank a couple cups of coffee, uh, went down to the local swimming pool, which I've been putting on my Instagram. I haven't swam in years. I used to swim, I'll say competitively, uh, former, uh, you know, top five butterfly. It, it, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. But I haven't swam in years. I've swam twice this week and felt absolutely great. I felt fantastic. I was just, felt good all day. Went home, had a, you know, a cucumber, some watermelon, uh, some spinach, you know, just a fantastic meal. All good. You know, in my little bubble right here, I'm smiling. I'm happy. I'm doing this podcast. I'm creating for all of you. And I'm having a great time doing it. You know, that's what's important. What's not important is whatever the hell Stephen Stephen Jackson's saying, whatever the hell Stephen A. Smith's saying. It's not important to quote Hitler. Go live your life. And I've been ending the podcast kind of talking about this stuff because. I'm seeing more and more people really struggling with mental health and really struggling with depression. And, and people are just pissed off. People are pissed off at life. You know, life can suck. If you're stuck in a shitty job or a shitty relationship or a shitty situation, it can suck. But at the end of the day, you, know, you got to remember we're all just humans. We're only on this rock for a certain amount of time. If you're not doing stuff that makes you happy it might be time to prioritize whatever the hell you're doing and do more of what makes you happy. You know, it, it sounds important, but I promise you, you know, busting your ass 14 hours a day to get a 4% pay raise or whatever, or to get a promotion or 
so your boss will like you or something. That doesn't really matter. You know, what really matters is just go get some sun. What really matters is hanging out with your friends and family. That's what matters. What matters is getting a good night's sleep. You know, putting the right things in your body. What you know. So live your life, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll keep living mine and we'll and we can get through this together. We'll get through this together. Thank you for listening. Again, if you are new to the show, uh, subscribe. That's the easiest way to ingest this. We are everywhere podcasts are published, like 10 different places. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, everything. Video-wise, YouTube is the only place we're on video. So wherever you're at, if you click subscribe, click follow, turn your notifications on, You'll get notified every single time we put out a show. Also, uh, go to my Twitter uh, for all the updates. I update everything on Twitter. Every once in a while, I'll update, update stuff on Instagram, but uh, Twitter is mostly where you can find that kind of stuff. At James underscore Scrametta on both. S-K-R-M-E-T-T-A. Facebook doesn't exist. I'm not on Facebook very much, um, so I don't respond on there. But Twitter, Instagram, perfect place to find me. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great Friday or whenever the hell you're watching or listening to this. And I'll see you next time. No way something else crazy happens, right? No, maybe one day we'll just get to talk about TikTok again and the Kardashians and make fun of whatever fun stuff's happening. We won't be talking about the end of society. So thank you again. And I'll see you next time here on the James Clemens Show. Are you listening? Damn.